Listening Dog Media. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. He's one of England's most capped international players. Seaman is the man here. He's one of the world's most decorated goalkeepers. And it was somehow kept out by Seaman. That is a fantastic save. This is Seaman Says with David Seaman. And Seaman, what a magnificent save. Him. Breathtaking. Like never before. Hello and welcome back to Seaman Says, ahead of another weekend of Premier League football. Big game this weekend, Chelsea against Spurs. What are you thinking, Lindsay? Well, you look at the business that's been done, David, and I have to say that Spurs are looking really good. Especially, it's not so much this summer's signings, it's Kulisevsky and Bentonker, who were brought in in yeah. January last, last season. But they, they're ever-presence now, aren't they, in this Spurs side? They all look to gel really well together. Um, we haven't seen Richarlison yet. Um, I wonder whether we might get a glimpse of him in this one. From a Chelsea point of view, they brought Cucurella in. Um, I think he'll play this game. I think they need a bit mm. more from the wing-backs. Um, that's obviously been an outlet for them for, for, for so many matches. Um, ben Chilwell, Rhys James, often guaranteed to put in those deliveries. I didn't see as much of that. Um, at the weekend. So I wonder if Cucurella will be given the nod for this one. Um, And then looking at up front, you know, I wonder with Chelsea because Raheem Sterling will probably take a few games um, just for, for, for them to know the way that he works, the runs that he's making. Um, But he isn't an out and out striker. You know, they lost Lukaku. They've now lost Timo Werner, who's gone. Um, and I don't know. I just I, I've always thought about Chelsea up front that they've got a lot of talent, but they don't necessarily gel together. 
Yeah, I, th- I think I think that the the biggest problem Chelsea are going to have is is at the back because if Richarlison plays, which I I would imagine he will, you know, obviously he had that suspension that uh, meant that he missed the start of the the uh, Premier League. Um, when you look at that front line of Kane, Richarlison, and Son, you're like, oh, that's that's going to take some holding, um, and and that's where Tottenham are looking so strong. You know, they defensively midfield they they still look they look decent, but that forward line on paper looks like it could be scary. And you know, it, it'll be it'll be all on for Chelsea to to keep them at bay. But um, yeah, I, I was surprised with Chelsea, if I'm honest, at, at Everton. You know, because I, I thought that they played a lot better than I thought they were going to be. You know, all the all the hype in the in the media before was like that. There's a lot of bad stuff coming out of Chelsea. There's players leaving. There's not a lot of good vibe out of there, um, but the performance on the pitch hasn't changed. It was a solid performance from Chelsea. And uh, what did you make yeah. of Mendy at the weekend? Because he was one of the standout goalkeepers from last season. I thought he got off to a slightly shaky start. Yeah, he did a, a little bit. You know, he had he had a couple of fumbles and things. And you know, even even Aaron Aaron Ramsdale did um, with Arsenal. You know, there was a couple of crosses that he that he fumbled, and he had a, he got charged down and a couple of back passes. But yeah, with Mendy, you expect. Yeah, he, he was brilliant last season, but it's it's the first game, you know, so it's so hard to judge. But you know, it's it was surprising, wasn't it? You know, to see him flapping a little bit. I, I, I thought at first, or maybe that's because he hasn't got Rudiger in front of him now, but I think Koulibaly did brilliant. So um, I don't think you can blame that. There probably is a little bit of uh, an upset there with with the back defensive line, not knowing really each other as well. It's not a set, is it? I think there's probably movement that can happen there. I think uh, Conte, as great as a player as he's been in midfield, I think he's probably now bas- past his best um, and that's not to say that being past his best isn't better than most I think it probably is <laughs> yeah, exactly. but I don't think he is the player that he once was um, and Jorginho apart, I, mean, I know he scored the penalty I, I just to say that he was up for the Ballon d'Or um, I, I just never have seen that from him I've never seen Ballon d'Or-esque yeah. Jorginho in the Premier League and um, I think sometimes he can slow the game down quite a lot yeah, I, I know. I know what you mean. You know, when when you look at Conte, you're thinking, you know, how long can he go on for? You know, but his he's, his stats are still way up there. You know, the the ground that he covers, um, and he's one of those players. He's like the like a Gilberto Silva of, of Arsenal, where they don't get a lot of um, attention, but they link everything up. You know, he's always linking the defense to the midfield and then the midfield to the attack. You know, he's one of those silent guys that just goes around doing his business quietly, but gets a lot done. You know, and and, he, and he's like you say, his standard is still really high. You know, so for me, he, he stays in there. Um, but yeah, it's it, it, it's a massive game at the weekend, and and it's games that, like this that that brings back memories of when. Was it when Chelsea were going for the league or Tottenham were going for the league and Chelsea really wound Tottenham up, you know, and just to the point where, Chelsea, where Tottenham lost it, you know, and Chelsea beat them, you know, so there's a lot of history. There's a lot of, I wouldn't say hatred, but there's a lot of needle in this game. So, um, yeah, I'm mm. really looking forward to it. I think we're quite settled on Spurs and, and how they might attack for this one. What do you think about Chelsea? Is it going to be Sterling? Is it going to be Havertz? Is it going to be... 
uh, mount. Is that how you're seeing the front three sort of looking? Or are we going to be adding someone like Pulisic into that? I think Havertz down the middle is is more the obvious option. You know, because like you say, Sterling's not a striker. You know, he's a, he's a guy that likes to pick you up just off the front line and then run at players, you know, and, he, and then down the wings as well. Same with Mount. You know, he's he's a guy that he likes that number ten role. He likes to hang off a little bit. You know, so I think with Havertz, it'll be he'll he'd be the one that stays up front. Um, you know, but he, we're talking about still talking about real quality players here. You know, so it's a, it's it's down to them to find some nice patterns between all of them. You know, where they can understand start understanding each other. And like you said, with Sterling, it will take games for for the rest of the team to to see what sort of runs he's doing, like like it is with Man City and Haaland. Haaland's still making mm. these runs. It's just at the moment, Man City aren't finding the runs all the time, you know, so that that will definitely happen with Sterling, you know, but Sterling's a, a mega signing for Chelsea, I thought. I, I, I was really shocked that Man City let him go because he's still a great player. Other games, Lynn's on the, this weekend, Arsenal-Leicester, um, you know, I feel that this, this, this should be a comfortable game for Arsenal, but you don't know what sort of team Leicester what but you don't know what's what team Leicester will put out there and will they have lost even more players by the time this game happens? You know, because there's there's a lot of talk of players leaving Leicester, isn't there? Yeah, Fafana um still being heavily linked with the move away. Uh, Madison had been linked with Newcastle. That seems to have gone away a little bit over the last few days. But the fact that your big players are, are being linked away constantly this window and they've not brought anyone in, that's the problem. They haven't replaced, they haven't bettered the squad. Um Leicester's attack does look really good, but they also look like they they've got a weakness there. You know, they couldn't hold on to a 2-0 lead defensively last season they showed that they were really rocky and I think when you've got your club captain Casper uh, Schmeichel that's now gone you've got a new goalkeeper and Danny Ward's been brilliant for Wales but if you're opposition and if you're Arsenal you're going to be saying yep. test them get at them ask questions and they've got yeah. the, the talent Arsenal to do that yep. I mean you look at Saka and, and what he can ask of, of opposition players his his close control's brilliant. I think Odegaard feeding everything now. I think Jesus and the the runs that he makes. I think it's going to be too much for this Leicester team. And even if they get a goal, I think that Arsenal get more. Yeah, I think yeah for for Arsenal this is a this is a good time to be playing Leicester. I still can't get my head around why Casper Swankel has left. You know, I just find that amazing that you know that they've allowed him to leave. You know, he's a club captain. Mm. You know, he's a massive influential player for Leicester and you know, even Tielemans as well. He's he's been linked with the move to Arsenal, you know. So there's there's like a lot of their players getting linked with moves. And like you said, no no one has been signed yet. So yeah, for so for Arsenal, I think this is a great time to be playing Leicester. Hopefully I don't have to mm. eat my words. <laughs> <laughs> one of the other games which has a lot of competition on our podcast is uh, a Saints against Leeds Adam. And is it a good time to be playing Saints or is it vice versa? It's probably a good time. As I say, we, we haven't gelled yet. We've got all these new kids. Um, we've got links with uh, Shea Adams leaving. Um, he didn't play a recognised striker up front against Spurs last weekend. It's a it's very bizarre. Mm. I mean, Hassan Hoodle has been known for some bizarre decisions in his time, but... Um, yeah, I don't. I don't know. I, mm. I don't know what to expect. We've been on a really poor run of form. Our, our preseason was okay. 
Um, but on the whole, it's been a really poor run of form. So for for Leeds, um, you know, even though you've you've missed a few big players, you've got Bamford back. Yeah. I think may, maybe Ralph will put a stick up there, you know, behind, and we might <laughs> we we might see a little bit from them. Um, it's but it's I, but I don't think it'll be an easy win for either team. So it could potentially be a very good match. Nil nil, <laughs> or a really boring one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the best nil nil ever. Yeah, but I, yeah, yeah. I, I know you. Mean, and I still, I still don't know how I feel about Leeds yet because you know I've seen them. I, I only saw the highlights on uh, over the weekend. You know, and you know it was a it was a fantastic result for us. But you know, when you've lost two of your main players that have left the club, that's that's going to leave a massive hole. Um, you know, I know we've signed quite a few different players, but the players that are unproven and we don't know about yet. Um, yeah, so it's, it's, it'll be a tricky game, but um, I think it's, don't know, I'm looking at draw. Or It wouldn't surprise me if if, if either team just nicked it, but I, yeah. I don't, I, I, I'm not expecting huge dominance from, from either side. Like, I don't think one team will yeah. really outplay the other. Um, but as I'll be there, and as long as I've got my bovril, I'll be relatively Aww. happy. <laughs> right then, I'm going to be. I'm going to be texting you. Although I'm, 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 I'm fishing for the weekend, so <laughs> I'll be listening to it on the radio. I'll have no signal. <laughs> Let, let's move but on. Then, let's move then, on to Man United, anyway. <laughs> yeah, let's 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 move on to to Brentford, Man United, Cal. But what do you know? What I. I I fear for Man United, if I'm honest, because of what I saw at the weekend. So do I. Yeah, what I saw at the weekend was a. It, it was almost a scared Man United. It, they were they were almost scared to play. They looked really nervous. They've got all. I I even saw Man United fans giving Ronaldo some stick, and I was like, "Whoa, there's there's not a lot of happiness going on at that uh, at that club at the moment." I I thought Ronaldo changed the game actually mm. I thought Ronaldo came on and United looked a lot better I don't know whether that's because he was Ronaldo or because of yeah because he had a bit of a focal there was a bit more of a focal point it's it's different having Ronaldo up front than it is having Christian Eriksen up front plus it mo- meant you could move Eriksen back to yeah. a position where he was more effective mm. yeah <clears throat> I think that's more the thing yeah you know and it's you know it's not going to help when someone like Ronaldo as yet. I keep asking this and I keep asking people and some people still don't say, give me the right answer. Has he actually said that he wants to go? Privately, I think. Yeah. Privately. He's not, he's not come out and said it, has he? Turning up to the first day of pre-season with your agent isn't isn't really a good look. <laughs> yeah, but oh, I know. But it's- he also left one of the, was it the pre-season games mid Halfway through, didn't he? He just left oh, the stadium. Time, didn't he? Yeah, something. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. there was there was, was a few of them though. that did yeah. as well. Yeah, okay. Uh, well, uh, um, so that's what the line from the club was, and then Ten Hag did an interview in Dutch um, in the middle of the week, and he said, "No, I don't condone that. They should stay." Yeah. Uh, but he did say Ronaldo wasn't the only one. Right. Oh, okay. I was surprised yeah. at, at the weekend that they went to put him on and they probably like the camera would pan round and he's already gone and his car's driving away. So <laughs> you put me on a two nil down, I'm off. Yeah. <laughs> Eat my dust. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I I think that Ten Hag could make some huge changes in this one. I, I just got a feeling that mm. he'll 
He might tear Detested. up that midfield. He needs to. I mean, McTominay and Fred yeah. just didn't work. You'd have Ericsson further back, wouldn't you? He was much more effective. Yeah, you've got to um, get him on the ball. I'd, I'd be interested to see whether he drops Fernandes. Yeah. is a little stat for you. Did you, did you realise that De Gea made more passes than Scott McTominay at no the weekend? Way. No way. Yeah, the goalkeeper made more passes than you midfield. Oh. He was, by the way, he <laughs> was lucky to stay on McTominay with that tackle. Yeah, he was. Yeah. 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 You know, and you were lucky not to have a, a penalty, penalty given against you. Yeah. 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 Otherwise, you would have been joining Southampton at the bottom of the table with uh, three goals conceded. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it was, yeah, it's still worrying times for Man United. And I thought that it would be. I thought they'd be a lot better than that. It could be very interesting. <laughs> that could be a tough game. I might go fishing as well. <laughs> <laughs> the Fantasy Football League. You might remember we had an Oscar from FPL Focal last season. We've asked the invite to help us throughout the season with our fantasy teams. And I was, I was just saying to Dave um, uh, that quite a lot of Premier League footballers play FPL nowadays. Um, and I was looking at Bamford's team this morning and he actually captained himself uh, last game. <laughs> <laughs> got, an, got an assist against uh, Wolves, didn't he? We're not too bad, but uh, no. But, I, I so like how many points would he get out of that? Uh, so he got 10 points. Uh, 10 points he got in total for that. He had Salah as well. Um, but yeah, he backed himself yeah. for the Wolves game and got the assist. So 10 points for Bamford there. Clearly doesn't want to win then, does he? No, you know what? James Justin, he's um, the best of all the FPL managers. Last season, he came uh, in the top 100,000, which is quite good. And the season before, he came in the top 10,000. Um, but it's interesting wow. to follow what they do, you know. Sometimes you'll see them captain um, other players against their own team, which is a bit controversial. You know, if you've got like... Yeah, some... I wonder how that goes down <laughs> in the dressing room. <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ask your first question I'm going to ask you. Who would you yep. pick, Kane or Haaland? Oh, that's a great question. Um, so I actually I actually went in with Kane. Um, oh, me too. One, which uh, oh. I know. Yeah. I've had to, Are you regretting it? Oh, big time. I've had to eat humble pie and I've already made the transfer. So Kane's gone. Mm. Haaland's come in. And me. I've already switched yeah. them over as well. Happy, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really? Yeah. It was one of those. I really could see um, Tottenham beating uh, Southampton comfortably. You know, more goals than I could mm. see City put them past West Ham, which was how it played out. But yeah, nothing from yeah. Kane in, four, in all four goals. Who was the most points goalkeeper last year? Do you, can you remember? It was Allison. It's, uh, it? it's it's interesting yeah. what they've done with the keepers this season. Um, they've ended up dropping a lot of players in price compared to how they normally do it. You know, last season Allison, Edison, those guys would set you back six mil, um, but this season uh, less. They're five and a half mil you pay for those guys. So yeah, it's an interesting trend this season. They've made a lot of players cheaper, so it's a bit. It seems a bit easier to build a good team. But maybe harder to do well because everyone's got a good team, you know. Who has emerged as the big differentials after the first weekend? And I know it's difficult to just go after one game week, but looking at Pascal Gross, for instance, who who got mega points, are, are there any ones that have emerged that you've thought, right, I've got to have them? Um, yeah, I did see Gross was the top scorer. I don't know if I'll go there myself. Though the fixtures look all right. One who's caught my eye is uh, Nunez. I, I did want him in my gimmick one team. My concern was maybe that he'd start with Firmino up top like he did in the Community Shield. And he did, to be fair, but 
you know, Nunez came off the bench, got one goal, one assist. So he's one I'm definitely monitoring. Um, nine mils, really good price, you know, for what will almost certainly be a top two side this season. Um, so, yeah, Nunez is on my watch list. Mitrovic is going a bit under the radar. A lot of people swerved him because he had Liverpool. But, of course, they put up a hell of a performance and got the uh, two goals against Liverpool, both of which he scored. So, yeah, those are two picks I'm looking at. Would you say, Oscar, that at all costs, avoid spending four points? This is the thing that I need to know from the start of the, the season. If I've made my transfer <laughs> now, I've got Haaland in for Kane, I don't spend any more points. Yeah, that's, that's a great question. It's a hard one to quantify when it's worth it and when it's not. You know, In a nutshell, you're looking at the player you're bringing in and you're saying, are they going to outscore the one I'm selling by four points? Um, it can be a bit more complicated than that because you're looking longer term as well. Um, I tend to avoid taking those minus four hits whenever I can. Just in my experience, they tend not to pay off for me. Um, but, you know, there's different types of FPL managers. There's some managers who are very aggressive with how they play. They take those minus fours uh, more often than not, and it comes off. And there's others that are very patient um, who might not even take one of those all season. So there's no right or wrong answer, but I tend to avoid them myself. We've seen... Um... Manchester United imploded a little bit at the weekend. Didn't even score a goal. Brighton scored all three. Um, I thought Rashford was impressing. <laughs> Sorry, Callum, just rubbing it in there. Uh, oh, feel free. I thought, I mean, look, granted it's one game, but I thought Rashford would, would be on fire, certainly after the preseason that they've had. Does he come straight out? I've mm. picked him. Should he come straight out of my team? No, not yet. I'd say give him uh, another week or two. He did make it into a few of my drafts because they were really good in preseason. They're absolutely mm. flying. You know, he had a couple of goals, a uh, couple of assists in preseason. Um, so did Martial and Sancho. So it was a shame that Martial picked up that hamstring injury, which meant he didn't start the first game. But yeah, I'd be patient for now. Um, I don't know if you're aware of who Magnus Carlsen is, the uh, the chess world champion. He actually plays uh, yeah. Fantasy Premier League too, and he's got Rashford. Wow. So great minds, Adam. Oh, okay. Keep hold. Well, I'm sure we're going to have you on again, Oscar. So um, thanks for that. And uh, it's a pleasure. And we will see you again yeah, very soon. Yeah, cheers, Dave. Thanks, Oscar. Don't forget, you can join our Seaman Says League by using the code STF732. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Seaman says... This week's predictions. Right, guys, it's time for predictions. Um, I'm coming off a, a pretty decent week for me. Um, I'm actually in front of Lindsay for a change, <laughs> which is very nice. Cloak, cloak, cloak. It is a long season, <laughs> David, but you are, yes. 
<laughs> I, was, I was even looking at it. I was like checking the scores and everything. And then when I realized Man City got to 2-0 and that was my prediction, I was like, no, don't score, don't score, don't score. <laughs> there was still about 20 minutes to go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got two exact scores. I only got one, but I got an extra correct result to you. Yeah. I think. yeah. Let's start with Villa Everton, which is the early kickoff on Saturday. Uh, Villa didn't get off to the best of starts, David, actually. So I do wonder, I was backing them before, but I think this might be a bit tighter. Had you asked me last week, I'd have gone for a home win, but I don't think I'm going to. I'm going to say 1-1. That's a good shout, yeah. Because we, like you said, I, I was expecting more of Villa at Bournemouth, but uh, and then even Everton. You know, when you looked at them, you know they didn't really, they didn't create a lot. But you know, only getting beat one 0 by Chelsea was, uh, it's not a good result. But I was expecting a little bit more. Um, I'm gonna go for two one Villa. I just think, I think Everton is struggling a little bit, if I'm honest. Next up is Arsenal against Leicester. Um, obviously, first home game for Arsenal. I mean, Leicester having lost a two-goal lead, they won't be full of confidence. Um, but they showed you how how good they are in front of goal. You know, with their two goals, it was they were quality goals as well. Um, but I'm still going to go for a home win. I'm going to go for three-one Arsenal. Oh, I was going to say three-one. Jamie Vardy always scores against you, doesn't he? Um, so I think Leicester no, are going to no. get a goal. You can have one if we score three. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go 3-2, Arsenal. Uh, Brighton against Newcastle. Wow, this is the breadth of the country, this one. So it's on the south coast. <laughs> Newcastle buoyant after their win. Brighton buoyant after their win. Wow, I think this could have quite a few goals. I'm going to go Brighton to Newcastle to. Oh, she's dead. Gone for a Desmond. We should you should get an extra point for a Desmond. I think. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> this point system's already well confusing. I know. <laughs> Callum's head's going to explode. Yeah. yeah. So, so you've gone. You've gone two two. I'm going to go two one Newcastle. Newcastle on a roll. Yeah. Eddie's just signed his new contract. That means he's going next week. (laughs) 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 Um, Yeah, but you have a massive payoff. Oh, mate, wouldn't it? (laughs) Stevie Bruce style. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I'm going to go 2-1 Newcastle. And then next up, Man City against Bournemouth. I was really impressed with City. You know, they looked a totally different team to this, the side that played against Liverpool in the uh, Community Shield and just looked so much in control. And that was away at West Ham, you know, so I was really impressed. So I'm going to go with Man City 4, Bournemouth nil. I'm going to say Man City 3, Bournemouth nil. Um, Saints against Leeds... So we've got our very own interest here. Oh, it's Adam versus David. <coughs> oh, I can't. What? Ooh. Oh. <laughs> My line's dropped that out. Crazy. Uh, mini goals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> I don't think there's going to be much between these two at all. Um, it's obviously a home game for you, Adam. The home form started to turn around towards the end of last season, but you have you have struggled there before. No, it didn't. <laughs> no. I remember you did get a not really. Um, no, yeah, we got one. We got one <laughs> win against Arsenal somehow, um, but no, we. I don't think we've won a game since like March or something. So okay, um, so yeah, the fact yeah. that it's at home doesn't you know. mean much. Um, I'm going to say I'm going to go for another draw here. I'm going for all draws this weekend, but I think one-one. Oh, good shout! It's a good shout. I'll go with my Desmond here. Yeah. I'm going to go two-two. Yeah. I feel, I feel that there's goals, but I don't think there's much between the teams. Next up is Wolves versus Fulham. And Saar needs to sort his self out, the goalie, oh. after his mm. near post mistake. He made oh, one good save, mistake. one really good save. But um, yeah, there was some mm. disastrous keeping as well. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm gonna. I still think that Wolves will have enough, though. You know, I know Fulham came off that brilliant result with Liverpool. Um, I'm gonna go Wolves two, Fulham nil. I think this is gonna be tough. I thought that Fulham, if they if they chase down the ball the way they did against Liverpool, I think Wolves will be in trouble. I think they've been dawdling on the ball. You know, Connor Cody's gonna be leaving by the sounds of it, which don't even don't even start me on. Um. Uh-oh. I, I never go against Wolves, so I will go with Wolves, but I'm going to go 2-1 Wolves. It wouldn't surprise me if it's 2-1 the other way, but I'm going to go 2-1 Wolves. Brentford against Man United is the game that I'm going to be at this weekend. Late kickoff on Saturday, the 5.30. Ooh. Man United weren't convincing at all. I still think they'll have a bit too much for Brentford. Um, De Silva's goal was great. I'm going to say 2-1 Man United. Do I feel Man United have got enough for Brentford? I don't. Do you know what I'm going to I'm going to go with Brentford 2, Man United 1. I think there's going to be a little bit of trouble at Old Trafford. Next up, Forest against West Ham. Um, I was impressed with West Ham, if I'm honest, you know, because they, they gave it a good goal, but they got a couple of injuries. Um, you know, so depending on them, obviously Fabianski, when a goalie goes off like that, especially with a hip injury, I doubt he'll be back in. And then Antonio, didn't that didn't look good with his knee problem. Um, so, but I still feel that West Ham will have enough. So I'm going to go with a 2-0 West Ham. That's what I was thinking, because... I just don't see where Forrest are going to score. Although against Newcastle, they had moments where they looked organised. They've obviously got a lot of players that they're trying to bed in. I just didn't see where a goal was going to come from. And against West Ham as well, who I think are that next level up from from Newcastle at the moment. Um, I don't think that they're going to get anything here. So you've gone 2-0. I was going to say that, but I will go 3-0 West Ham. Then right. we have Chelsea against Spurs, which is 4.30 on Sunday. Oh, this now Spurs top of the table at the minute. Um, Chelsea, Werner's oh, gone. Don't say that, Lindsay. It's bad enough already. <laughs> 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 I don't want to hear that either. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
I'm sorry, David, but I think Spurs might continue in this one. They're winning form, but narrowly. I know it's at the bridge. I'm going to go for a 2-1 Spurs win. I know what you mean. They did look very ominous. Um, But this this is a game where I've seen a lot of these games before and, and Spurs swell. They just seem to get rattled. So... I'm going to go for, I'm not going for a Spurs win, never. I'm going to go for, (laughs) (laughs) I'm going for Chelsea 2, Spurs 1. It's going to be really close. You know, they're both, they're both quality teams. Chelsea are, I know we've not taught, everybody's like saying that they're not even going to be top four or top five. They still look, they still look very decent. You know, even, um, I know it was only Everton that they played, but they still look quality. And in Sterling. Well, I'd like to switch mine around between Chelsea and Man United in terms of predictions. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I would have changed my top one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I'm going to go, yeah, I'm going to go Chelsea 2, Spurs 1. And then last up is Liverpool against Palace, 8 o'clock on Monday night. Um... Yeah, this is going to be really difficult for Palace, obviously. Um, I'm going to go for 3-0 Liverpool. I think Nunez will score in this one. I think 2-0 Liverpool. Okay. Let's see how we get on this week. Enjoy the next weekend of football. We'll be back next week with all the reactions. So see you soon. This is a Listening Dog Media Production. Podcast Network. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.